0: Toronto, Canada. The
1: Conspiracy Show with Richard Seren. It was a dark and stormy night. A perfect night, in fact, for Conspiracy Paranormal Supernatural talk radio. In fact, uh, there was a downpour of biblical proportions earlier this evening as I made my way uh, to the studio here in Liberty Village and uh quite i uh, have to admit a few panicky moments uh i just i, I took possession of a, a new car and uh the subaru 388000 kilometers finally gave up the ghost blew up on the 401 as i was making my way to uh, teach a class at durham college just east of toronto and uh, so the mighty, the mighty aphrodite and i uh, bought a 2012 volkswagen passat uh, which we're enjoying uh but fool that i am I neglected to read the owner's manual and so here I am driving down the DVP with the rain coming down and the glare from oncoming traffic and the windows start to fog and I can't locate the windshield defogger on the instrument panel. Uh, So I am scrambling and uh, it's fogging up in a real hurry and uh, I am steering with one hand and wiping the windshield frantically with the sleeve of my other arm I tell you, there's a few uh, white-knuckle moments there, but I made it in one piece, obviously. Uh, rest assured, I'll be memorizing my owner's manual tomorrow morning. <laughs> welcome to the Audio Audio Imaginarium. Uh, you found us. This is The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. And before we get started, time to welcome a new affiliate. KFKB, 1490 AM, in Forks, Washington. Uh, that's in Clallam County. Uh, and... uh Claylem County, I think, is in the, uh, the western part of the, uh, the state, if uh, memory serves. I've spent some time in Seattle, a beautiful part of uh, Washington State. Uh, and um, they call it the Forks, I think. Yeah, it says here, it's called the Forks, the city of Forks. It's named after the Forks in the nearby... Now, I'm going to boot these pronunciations, but we'll give it a whirl here. Uh, Kilayute, Bogachiel, Kalawa, and the Sulduck Rivers... That's why they call it Fort Washington. Anyway, thanks, KFKB, for adding the conspiracy show uh, to your lineup. It's great to be um, a part of your radio family. Not sure if you read this. There was a four-year-old Norwegian girl. She's terrified her family by sleepwalking over five kilometers, that's three miles, to a nearby town on a stormy night, just like tonight, uh, wearing just her underwear and a pair of thin boots. Uh, police found the girl unharmed in the town of Honingsvag on the northern island Uh, I won't try that one. Anyway, on a northern island in Norway, after locals called at 6.30 uh, last Monday, and uh, her aunt, who's looking after the girl and her three young siblings while their mother went on holiday, thought her niece was asleep in bed when the police rang. She ran into the bedroom and was devastated when she saw that the girl wasn't lying in bed. She apparently uh, remembers, the girl does, uh, remembers dreaming that her house was on fire, putting on her boots and unlocking the front door says She probably went first to a nearby fish factory and then walked through an 800-meter or 2,600-foot fu- hun- tunnel to get to Honigswag. Wow. Uh, anyway, I posted that on the, uh, the homepage at richardsara.com. You know, sometimes I think we're all a little bit like that four-year-old Norwegian girl, sleepwalking through life. Sleepwalking towards a cliff and everyone's been left. Strict instructions not to wake us up. Uh, but we better wake up fast. Jonathan Kahn would likely concur with that statement. He's standing by uh, to talk about a 3,000-year-old mystery that holds the secret of America's future, the world's future, and your future. The author of The Harbinger is back with a, few, with a new book, The Mystery of the Shemitah, and we'll get to that in a few moments. I just want to once again remind you that if you haven't ordered your passes yet for my Follow the Truth, The Conspiracy Show Summit, you need to do it now. Uh, there are a limited number of tickets being sold uh, to this intimate event, and it's going to be a very special all-day conference-style event that I'm presenting. Uh, I'm okay. going to be on stage, and I'm bringing six special speakers up there with me. After the conference, you can come out and hang out and, and, and meet and, uh, and meet and greet myself and our speakers. Uh, so mark this down. Sunday, November the 16th at the Region Theatre in Oshawa, just about 40 minutes east of Toronto. Get on the phone. First thing tomorrow, get a bunch of your friends together. Call the box office, 905-721-3399. Order your passes. And the first 200 tickets sold will go into a draw. And you could win a chance for dinner with yours truly, or a chance to hang out with me and our speakers during the conference. One lucky winner will get to sit in on the Conspiracy Show and co-host the show with me. So again, uh, call 905 721 Thirty-three ninety-nine. Mention the code word Roswell and get a 25% off uh, discount off the price of your passes. For more information, visit the website followthetruth.tv. Uh, go there now. Find tonight's radio contest question. Call Tim, my producer, in studio. 416-360-0740 or 866-740-4740. And I'll award the first two callers with the correct answer, a pair of tickets to Follow the Truth at Conspiracy Show Summit. Okay, let's get to it, because it's later than we think. As I say, is it possible there exists a 3,000-year-old mystery that's been determining the course of your life without your knowing it, that foretells current events, that has revealed the dates and hours of the greatest crashes in Wall Street history before they happened, that determined the timing of 9-11, that lies behind the rise of America to global superpower, and its fall that lies behind world wars and the collapse of nations, world powers, and empires. My next guest believes there is such a mystery that does all of these things and more. Jonathan Kahn, author of the New York Times bestseller The Harbinger, has just come out with his new book, The Mystery of the Shmita, the 3,000-year-old mystery that holds the secret of America's future, the world's future, and your future. It is immediately become a national and New York Times bestseller and is causing a stir around the world. Jonathan leads the Jerusalem Center Beth Israel in Wayne, New Jersey and is president of Hope of the World an outreach to people throughout the world. Great to have Jonathan Kahn back on the conspiracy show Jonathan how are you?
0: Good <laughs> better great to be with you, Richard yeah I had a little I was in the hospital for a little bit when the, when the week that the the book came out suddenly I got pneumonia. Um, but I, you know, apparently, uh, you know, the book didn't need me, because he didn't need me to promote it, because it, it, it went to the New York Times immediately.
1: Well, I'm glad you're on the mend, and uh, I, yeah. I had a bout of pneumonia earlier in the year. It's no fun, and uh, I, yeah. I'm not surprised, Jonathan. I mean, every time you, you, you're on the email with me, you're either in an airport, on a plane... I mean, you are you are on a man. You are a man with a mission. Now, for those who are not, let's just dial back uh, because sure. uh, we had John talking about the Harbinger. But this is kind of an obviously follows on the mm-hmm. uh, in in the footsteps of the Harbinger. So let's just take a couple of minutes and talk about what the Harbinger is all about, and then we can get into the mystery of Shemitah.
0: Yeah, the Harbinger is uh, the revealing of uh, a mystery goes back two and a half thousand years, and it concerns the last days of ancient israel before its destruction and nine harbingers or nine prophetic warnings appear in the land and the the it, the nation refuses to you know be warned by it and and in time a number of years it's destroyed well the the scary thing or the stunning thing is that those same harbingers those same signs of warning are now appearing in the modern world they're now appearing on American soil, some have appeared in New York City. Some have appeared in Washington D.C. Some have involved uh, American leaders, even the president of the United States. Uh, some have involved ceremonies, and they are happening precisely. They're happening. Um, w- really, it's not a general thing. It's an exact thing. It's an eerie thing. They're replaying since 9/11. It really, begins with 9/11, um, and since the book, the Harbinger, came out in 2012. And since it came out, the harbingers have not stopped. They have continued to unfold, to manifest, which is a sign. This is a biblical a, a sign that America, and with it, this is the world. It's Canada, it's the world. Uh, it's America is heading for uh, a, dis- a calamity, a disaster. Um, and you know, it's you know, it's really so precise. I mean, one of the mysteries. I mean, the harbinger has, has nine. Um, signs or not prophetic signs but then there are several mysteries one of the mysteries that begins with a harbinger is that of the shmita and the, you know when when uh, i wrote the harbinger i knew there was more to it but I, I really had no idea how incredibly big this is and it's really only in the last few months that this whole this whole thing has happened what's the, the mystery of the shmita you know, begins from the harbinger, but it is overwhelmingly revealing things that I really had no idea of. This thing has been affecting us really since, not since not 11 this has been affecting us, every one of us, since we were born. I mean, it, it is it is so big, I mean, everything from, from not only the rise and fall of the stock market, uh, the economy, the recessions, depressions, all linked to this ancient mystery. Um, the Hitler, uh, the the atomic bomb, the Cold War, um, all just virtually. I mean, it's almost virtually everything. It's amazing, and it's and it is also precise to the point that this particular mystery of the Shemitah, which goes back three thousand years, actually pinpoints the actual. Uh, the the greatest crashes in Wall Street history, down to the days, down to the to the hours, down to the minutes. That's how precise it is. And we are coming up to another one, which I'm sure we'll get into at least by the end. We are now approaching another one, and so this concerns the future.
1: And so the idea here is that uh, that uh, that God warns before judgment. Yes. And this this warning was given to the ancient Israelites. Uh, through the prophet Isaiah, yes. Uh, so it all dials back to the, uh, the the book of Isaiah in the Old yes. Testament. It's he warns Isaiah before he judges. 9-10. yeah. And the ancient Israelites ignored the warning, so they received God's wrath. And this is being revisited upon the world, not just the United States in 9/11, but throughout the world. So, but, yeah. so in yeah, other I words,
0: expect- yeah. Go ahead.
1: So in other words, this this warning. We can heed the warning, and we can undo the prophecy.
0: Well, it's yeah, in a, yeah. It, it's it's more more than a prophecy because it was a prophecy to ancient Israel, but now it's a a replaying of that pattern. Um, so yes, yeah, the, theoretically, yes, the you know depending on the so could of Israel in the sense that they could if they responded to the warning, absolutely. That's the whole point of, of the warning, as you said but they didn't and right now see the thing about America which again affects the world America was was actually founded according to the pattern of Israel ancient Israel and so you know it has been blessed beyond you know I mean nations and yet the, uh, the warning is that if it turns the same the same pattern of judgment will fall upon it and right now America is certainly it has not been turning back it's been it's been accelerating in its in its departure from God, and the Harbingers have been accelerating. I mean, they, I mean they, they've been continuously manifesting, and again, since the book, involving the president since the book, so they are, right now, it doesn't look good. It's continuing on, and the Shemitah, part of it, is what gives the timing of, you know, it's, it's really the pattern of timing, of the secret that, that is throughout the Bible, that is not, that it really, again, involves everything and everyone and yet, in this particular case, it also particularly speaks of judgment.
1: All right. Uh, Jonathan Kahn is with us, the author of The Mystery of the Shemitah, the 3,000 year old mystery that holds the secret of America's future, the world's future, and your future. And we'll uh, drill down on this and find out exactly what a Shemitah is, how it operates, and what it means not only for us, but America, Canada, the world. Back with more of the conspiracy show. After this time out, my name is Richard Serrett. Stay a while.
0: Take a look around. What do you really see? This is where you can tell all about it. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett.
1: Welcome back. Jonathan Kahn stunned millions across America and around the world with the mysteries revealed in his New York Times bestseller, The Harbinger. Now he's uncovered and reveals a new realm of astonishing mysteries so big... They lie behind everything from world wars, the rise and fall of nations, economic recession and financial collapse, and your future. It's called the mystery of the Shemitah, the 3,000-year-old mystery that holds the secret of America's future, the world's future, and your future. So, uh, again, what 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 precisely is a Shemitah? Explain what it is and how it works and and how it, it unfolds.
0: The, the Shemitah is the in the Bible. It's the Sabbath year. It's that every seven years, just like every seven days, every seventh year was a year of rest, Sabbath. The land rest. There was no sowing, no reaping, no buying or selling of the of the fruits of the land. And on the last day, it was called Elul twenty nine on the Hebrew calendar. Elul twenty nine. Something very unique happened. All the debts of the nations are wiped out. All the credits wiped out. The financial accounts of the nation is wiped clean. Now, this was to be a blessing. But the thing is that as Israel turned away from God and broke the Shemitah, this Shemitah turns from a blessing into a sign of judgment. It kind of all comes back at them in the year 586 BC when they are taken into captivity. The land is destroyed. And the Bible says that the land rested for 70 years because of the 70 Shemitahs, or Sabbath years, that were in Also, The Shemitah becomes a sign of judgment on a nation or a civilization that has turned away from God. And it specifically begins by striking the financial realm, the economic realm. And so so here is the, the thing. Now, the first thing is, is that the amazing thing, and really, really stunning, is that this has been behind or determining... The economy, determining Wall Street, all these things, and not just since 9/11, which is it gets more intense. We'll I'll talk about it. it's getting more intense, but it really, really from from the beginning of the 20th century at least, and that's what I just looked at. Now, let me give you an example. The there is something in the book. There's a chapter called the the cycles of Sinai, and that is the rise and fall of the Shemitah. I mean, it's linked to the economy and linked to the financial realm. Um, so here, if you look at the last 40 years, you, there are five major long-term uh, collapses of the stock market. I mean, it's, and I'm talking about you know over more than a year period. It's a, a long-term thing of peaks and then and then depths. Now, they, now here's the first thing: one is in 1973, one is in 1980, the other is in 1987, another in 2000, another in 2007. Now, there's a there's something going on because the first thing is that they all they all take place within a seven-year cycle to the one before it or the one after, which is exactly what the Shemitah determines. That's the first thing. Secondly, the question is, do any of them take place linked to the year of the Shemitah, specifically, in the Bible? The answer is, every single one of them, takes place on the on the year of the Shemitah, every single one of them. So it's not only a seven-year cycle, it's happening on the appointed time when the, the Bible determines that here you have this, in a sense, this collapse. The word Shemitah can mean release, but it can also mean collapse and fall. And, then, and we're going to see it's not only the financial realm or the economic realm, but that's where it begins. That's the first thing. Secondly, if you look at the greatest... Long-term crashes in modern times—not just the last forty years, but the, but just modern times—do any of them happen in that once in in seven-year shemitah period? The answer is the majority of them take place in that period. In fact, only a minority take place outside of that period.
1: Would that include twenty-nine? Would that include nineteen twenty-nine?
0: Uh, well, it will include it will include the Great Depression. I'll tell you that the, the top three, the top three crashes are nineteen thirty-seven and nineteen thirty-eight. And that's that's number three. And that the shmita was 1937 to 1938. Uh, the Great Recession that just that just happened is was 2007 2008 is when it begins. And the Shemitah is 2007 to 2008. The Great Depression becomes the Great Depression, reaches its peak in a pivotal year of 1930 and 1931. And that begins with the crashes of '29. But the but the pivotal thing is that, and that's the. The Shemitah is 1930, 1931, and in fact, you know, for instance, in 1937, the Shemitah begins the next day, the day after Wall Street collapses. With the Great Depression, it reaches the peak day of the Shemitah. That's that thing I told you about, Lule 29 linked to financial wipeout that ushers in the greatest month-long wipeout collapse in stock market history to this day. And, And not only is it a mystery that has to do with years, but you've got something that there's a particular time of year in the Bible. The, the shemitah is linked to the Hebrew month of called Tishri, which, by the way, we're about to enter into it. And Tishri is, is it begins the, the the shemitah, it ends the shemitah, and it's the month that that comes right at that wipeout point. That that twenty nine leads into Tishri. So Tishri was the month that would manifest this financial wipeout. So so now keep that in mind. And if you look at the now the greatest single day crashes in stock market history, where the greatest percentage uh, is wiped out, do any of them take place or centered around the month of Tishri? Because they can take place, you know, any time in the year. Well, here's the answer: the majority of them, the majority of them, all cluster around the month of Tishri, all of them, and. In fact, you know, it, they all cluster. The majority are in a two-and-a-half-week period of all times in the year. They all cluster around this two-and-a-half-week period linked to history. Now, for ages, Richard, you know that you know, financial analysts have been mystified by this phenomenon, and, and you've probably noticed it, a lot of people have noticed it, that there tend to be these great crashes around the autumn, you right, know, October, right. September, October and they always tried to explain it and it never it never worked they thought it was because the farmers were were getting paid by the banks which is long over it had nothing to do with it but the mystery of the shemitah it it, it gives this this answer because that the september october is the exact time of the month of tishri that the bible determines is the is the time of financial basically um, nullification and for instance if you look at the greatest Three, the top three day crashes, percentage crashes in history, they all they all have the word black in front of them. Black Monday of the Great Depression, Black Tuesday, and Black Monday of 1987.
1: Which was and, August, was it not? August 25th? No, no? no uh, of, of
0: 1987. Well, uh, well, well, let me tell you, on the Hebrew calendar, here's what it is. It's Tishri 24, Tishri 25, and Tishri 26. I believe it was October. Oh, ah, okay. In fact, they all happened within three days. All focused in the same thing given in the Bible. Now, if you look at the greatest um, magnitude crashes, volume crashes in Wall Street history, do any of them happen around this time of this wipeout day in the Bible, the, the nullification day? Well, the answer is the top five. The top five, all of them happen in close proximity to or on that very day appointed in the Bible. I mean, the top five. And here's the other part that's even, you know, kind of more eerie, or you could say scary, uh, and that is that the, the phenomenon is, is intensifying. The, the phenomenon of the Shemitah is getting stronger and more exact. And if you take it to recent history, we've got, you know, we have 2001, and, and 2001 you have the greatest point crash in wall street history and up to that day and when did it take place it took place september seventeenth in two thousand one but on the biblical calendar the greatest crash happened on the the exact day of the shemitah the day of nullification elul twenty nine appointed in the bible to wipe out the financial realm concerning a nation or a civilization that is in danger of judgment And that, that, that lasts, that record lasts for a number of years, and finally it's surpassed by the greatest, which still stands, which happens in the Great Recession, 2008, September 29th, they go into the stock market, New York Stock Exchange, they ring the bell, the bell refuses to ring that day, they even, even Wall Street, I remember that, and that day it's, you have the greatest crash in stock market history, period, and what day was that? it was i mean you have september 29th and you have in 2008 you have september 17th to 2001 so that's that's this that's close but on the hebrew calendar the greatest stock market crash 2008 happened on the exact same biblical day the day of wipe out the day appointed to nullify the financial realm. It happens on Elul 29. So you got the two greatest crashes up to those days on the exact same biblical day, the day that just happens to be appointed you know, to do this very thing. And it's not just one day of the year. It's They, they each happen on the once-in-seven-year Elul 29. That is the actual moment of the Shemitah, the peak. So, so and, and they are separated, you know, because the mystery ordains, that they would be separated by seven years well the two greatest stock market crashes to those days each happen seven years apart exactly seven Biblical Hebrew years apart, down to the day, down to the hour, down to the minute, down to the second. I mean, that's how mind-boggling this is.
1: If someone, and, Jonathan, excuse and, me, if someone wanted to try this out for themselves, and, and where would they look specifically in, uh, in, uh, is it in Isaiah, where they could test this out for themselves? If, if they're saying, I don't believe this. You, where,
0: you mean point, where, the, where, where, the, where the mystery of the Shemitah begins in the Bible? Yes. Yeah, it begins, well that's great, it, yeah, it begins actually in the Torah, it begins with Mount Sinai, it begins with Moses, this is, this is over 3,000 years ago, um, you'll see it in Exodus, you'll see it, I believe, in Leviticus, you'll see it in um, Deuteronomy, uh... Everything, all they do is kind of, kind of uh... you know Google or check where it talks about the Sabbath year or the seventh year, every seventh year, um, and so it's it, it it's really from the beginning of the Bible. I mean, I mean, and in fact, in fact, Richard, you know, if you look even at the story of Joseph and the you know the seven years of famine and the seven years you know the, the, in Egypt the seven years of prosperity, even that is the pattern beginning of the economy that is set from the beginning. It's not just a seven day pattern. Seven years, so it, it, it's so really. When when I first you know realized this, and the first thing that, that caught me was this was the two last crashes. That's what opened up this whole thing. I, but I didn't realize how big it was, um, and that that means every transaction in the world, I mean you know had to be part of this equation. You know because you know it, there's nobody who could put that together except Khan. I mean it's it, it's really mind boggling. And the warning, the shmita. And you know is you know the, as it means collapse. The warning is that if America and really Western civilization, if it's not a return to God, the warning is all the blessings that are in this 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 are, that we have are from God. If we turn if we do not turn back from God, if we reject Him, which is what's happening, then those blessings will also be removed. That's the warning of the Shemitah and the age as we've known it the, since World War II. This this world order will collapse.
1: So 2008. Alul twenty nine, two thousand and eight. We 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 go ahead seven years to the next Shemitah, So are we talking a twenty nine, two thousand fifteen?
0: Yes, we are. Yeah, we'll we'll get. If you want, you know, I will definitely get into the when the Shemitah begins. You know, when it ends, and some there are signs that are uh, uh, that are attached to that. You know, and that, that's one of the reasons why there is so much. You know, there's been so much speculation on this. Um, that yes, we are approaching. In fact. We are approaching the beginning of it in, uh, you know, today is, today is Sunday. We are approaching it in about three or four days. The Shemitah begins. And I'll, I'll, I promise, you know, before we, you know, the, the, the listeners, before we, um finish, I'll give, you know, the, give the pattern of this and what we could expect. Not that, again, I'm not date setting, although I will give, in the book, I do give dates. But and I do believe we need to be ready. We need to be prepared. Uh, it's not that something something doesn't have to happen every cycle. But I would be ready for it. And I'll share what also I believe you know will happen.
1: And, and also when we come back, we'll talk about uh, what the Shmita has to do with the uh, the World Trade Center. Of course, the uh, the collapse of mm-hmm. the two trade centers uh, in um, September of nineteen uh, or two thousand and one. Uh, what links uh, the towers with the Shemitah? And uh, as you say, we'll we'll talk about the future, it, the, the coming. It's Shmita. so
0: big; it's it's everything. The, Will the, the rise of nations and the fall?
1: Absolutely stunning. The mystery of the Shemitah, the three thousand year old mystery that holds the secret of America's future, the world's future, and your future. Jonathan Cahn uh, is with us, uh, the author of the New York Times best selling, "The Harbinger: The Ancient Mystery That Holds the Secret of America's." Uh, future. Now, uh, were you you weren't expecting to write a, a follow-up to the Harbinger so quickly? <laughs> no. just very, we just have no. a, a minute here, but what what, yeah. what happened?
0: Yeah, I was. I, I believe that the follow-up for the Harbinger or the actual uh, the sequel will be at another time. I a very strong leading. There are things that are going to happen. That's going to be linked to it, but. You know the, the the publisher said you know if the Shemitah's is coming everybody wants to know let's r- I'll write a booklet I said well, okay I'll help you write a booklet well as I started I was flooded with these new revelations and I said that's not going to be a booklet it's going to be a book and so I wrote it. it happened in a rapid time a month and a half while I was on the road while I was in planes and hotels it just flooded out and so it became something really that nobody this book came that nobody planned it was just finished like maybe two months ago it's or it's out and it's it's going off so nobody planned it
1: <laughs> have you talked to a- To uh, economists about this and forecasters?
0: In in fact, economists and analysts have contacted me, and I've I've, I've been shown really amazing things that I didn't realize when I wrote the book. I can can touch on them, but amazingly confirming this.
1: And, uh, uh, I mean, what is their overall reaction? I'm guessing skepticism?
0: Well, the ones that I have, the ones that have talked to me, I mean, I can't have, have been fascinated, and they're wondering if they should. And some are giving it to their clients and things, like, and, you know, and, and things like that. Um, some of them have actually, I've actually found economists who who located the seven-year pattern, but they had no idea it had to do with the shemitah, and yet the, the, they identify the very same years of the shemitah.
1: All right, we'll uh, take a time out, come back, and continue our conversation with Jonathan Kahn, The Mystery of the Shemitah. We'll talk about the future, the coming Shemitah. It's almost upon us, and what might it hold in store? Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. Don't go away.
0: You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett.
1: All right, welcome back. Jonathan Kahn is with us, The Mystery of the Shemitah. And before we get to the, uh, the, the coming Shemitah and what it might hold in store, let's talk very quickly. This is a short segment, Jonathan, about five yeah. minutes. The Mystery yeah. of, the, of the Towers. What is the Mystery of the Towers?
0: The Towers, one of the mysteries in, in the book is it, it concerns an ancient connection between uh, the rising of towers, high towers, and the rise of nations, and, it, and, and by extension, the fall of nations. And it, it, it's, it goes back to Babylon It goes back to the Hebrew. Uh, but, but the amazing thing is, first of all, if you look at America. The, the it, it built the highest tower in the world in 1870. For the first time, it it, let, it wasn't Europe. It was the New World. And so, 1870. The, the next year, America becomes the strongest power on Earth. The next year, uh, you watch. it Then from that moment on, America. The, the highest towers are coming up from American soil, and America he's rising and rising, and the towers rise and rise um, until you get. You get 1930 and 31 where you have a, you have a flurry. You have the four, four different towers are become the greatest in the world, uh, ending with the empire state building. And that's the year of the Shemitah. I won't go into the significance yet. But the thing is that when you get to the peak really of American, the rise, power, in 1945, America stands preeminent in everything. And a new tower is planned in 1945. And that tower is the World Trade Center. And then, and it's conceived in the, 1945 is the year of the Shemitah. So it's conceived in the year of the Shemitah. The World Trade Center begins to be built in 1966, that's the year of the Shemitah, again. It is built for seven years, that's the exact cycle of the Shemitah. It is completed in 1973, that is the year of the Shemitah. All this, it's conceived, it's built, it's finished, year of the Shemitah. And then it is destroyed in 2001. The year of the Shemitah. and and not only is it destroyed in the year of the Shemitah, but it is destroyed at, on the very peak of the Shemitah, the the very last week which is approaching that that time of nullification, wipeout, and the and actually that's what's going to lead. Actually, nine eleven is what's going to cause. The, the stock market to crash in 2001, and which crashes on the exact day of the Shemitah. So, you know, even the timing of 9-11 had to be part of this ancient mystery for this to happen. And so, it takes place, and you know, the Shemitah not only wipes away the financial realm, it can even wipe away realities, or wipe wipe away physical structures. That's what happened in Israel in 586 BC. It actually wiped away a city and a nation. And the, and again, remember the words, the ancient word means to fall, or to collapse, um, you know, to shake. So here we have the shaking, this falling. And then, you know, this also now intersects with the mystery of the harbingers, because that's when the harbingers begin, at the same moment, and you have this new tower that is rising up, that is linked in the, in the, in the Harbinger. It's the fourth Harbinger, which is linked to this, this defiance, that the, the mistake that Israel did after it was warned in this strike in, in ancient times. And, and this rebuilding of this tower, Then there's so many things focused on this tower... Uh, but this tower was begun or was conceived in also in the year of the Shemitah. It looks like it will be completed in the coming year of the Shemitah. And there is so much connected to this, which when we talk about, um, I mean, I would watch that. I would watch when this is completed. We talk about the future. This tower is part of this whole mystery. Because remember, again, the Shemitah, as it talks about fall or or, you know, the collapse, also involves on its biggest scale is nations itself. There's a whole section on the rise and fall of nations, and when you look at key shmitas or key, uh, key, you know, key moments in this, for instance, you have 1917, you have the greatest, you have the shaking of the nations, World War I, and it's the pivotal year. America enters into that war, and that's the beginning of the rise of America as a superpower, and yet you also find the collapse or fall of kingdoms and empires all over the place. If you go, if you move ahead... Four shmitas, or you know, 28 years, you end up with 1945 again. Key year of shaking, of collapsing, collapse of the of the European empires, the rise of America, rise of Soviet Union. You, you, you always you have the shift of world history continuously, um, and then you know it, you 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 see this you you as you go the the Shemitah is not only linked to the financial realm as we can see, it's linked to the physical realm, nullifies things and is linked to the to the changing of powers, as it was in ancient times. And so, you know, with this coming Shemitah, it may not only, and I'm not setting dates, and it doesn't have to happen in a cycle, but just remember, it's not only the financial realm or the economic realm, this affects literally every realm.
1: All right. Listen, we'll uh, we'll get into the the coming uh, shemitah and what it might hold in store. I also want to ask you after the uh, the break. Um, I, I, I did a, a number of programs about the blood moons, and yeah. uh, I want to find out if there's any tie in between the blood moons, which are sort of signposts, God's signposts in the sky, in the Here heavens. Uh, what it. the connection is between the blood yeah. moons uh, and uh, uh, the shemitah? Jonathan Kahn yeah. is uh, with us. The mystery of the shemitah, the three thousand year old mystery that holds the secret of a America's future, the world's future, and uh, your future. And um, well, we're, we're heading into a break, but let's just start the, the conversation. Let me let me just be specific here now about the timing, uh, the timing of the next shmita. Is it is it this year?
0: Yes. It's, yeah. It begin it begins again. It begins in three days, uh, just about three, actually, or four days. It begins Wednesday night, um, and it goes from this September to the next september and it's not because it's the hebrew calendar or the it doesn't happen on the same days on the western calendar so it begins now it it culminates uh actually begins september 25th which is my birthday so it's easy to remember for me all
1: right uh, okay we're, g- we're gonna take yeah. a time out here uh, okay. Okay. all right three days till the next Shemitah, folks all right batten down the hatches back with more of my conversation with jonathan kahn right here on the conspiracy show don't go away
0: Different views make great conversation. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett.
1: Uh, back to my conversation with Jonathan Kahn in uh, just a moment. I uh, just wanted to congratulate Frank and Teresa, our uh, two callers who successfully answered the question posted at followthetruth.tv every week. Another, uh, another uh, mystery question, and if you can solve it and call our studio. During the, uh, the conspiracy show, uh, Frank and Teresa successfully answered the question uh, about one of our speakers at Follow the Truth, uh, Professor Ronald Mallet, who will be here to talk about uh, time travel. And uh, he, he's written a book, a biography called Time Traveler, A Scientist's Personal Mission to Make Time Travel a Reality. And the question was, that book has been optioned for a Hollywood film by what famous director? Uh, and Frank and Teresa successfully answered. It is, of course, Spike Lee. All right. Uh, there'll be a new question next week. Just to keep checking, Follow the followthetruth.tv. Now, Jonathan Kahn uh, is with us for a few moments yet. The mystery of the Shemitah. We were talking about the, um, uh, the coming Shemitah. It's almost upon us. It's the next three days. I want to find out, though, what is the link between the blood moons? And we had, I believe, two of them this past summer. Uh, sort of bookends, and in between there was a, uh, 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 like a supermoon, which is rather ominous. What's the connection between blood moons and the we, we Just to spend a moment talking about what blood moons are. Are you there, Jonathan? Did we lose Jonathan? We did. Alright, yes. Get uh, Jonathan back on the, uh, the line as quickly as we can. Uh, let me just um, remind folks listening that the Conspiracy Show, the television program, the Conspiracy Show television program is uh, airing across Canada now in Season 3, Vision TV. And it airs Monday nights. Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern across Canada, Vision TV. And I'm really excited about uh, our next episode. Uh, it has to do with Jim Morrison. And, of course, the whole legend of whether or not Morrison may have faked his death back in Paris in 1971, July of 71. So be on the lookout for that. All right, we've got Jonathan Kahn back. Jonathan, I was asking about the connection between the Shemitah uh, and blood moons. Spend a few moments talking about what blood moons are, because we've, we, we've had some blood moons this this year, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, there are more on the way. What are they, and what do they have to do with the
0: Shemitah? Yeah, the Blood Moons, which were discovered by Mark Bilt, uh, are the are, is a is the pattern of lunar eclipses that happen full lunar eclipses that happen in this what's called a tetrad happens four four in a row, which is rare, and then on top of it they happen in a uh, on a on a biblical ho- holy days, basically Passover, Sukkot, or Tabernacles, Passover, Sukkot, in a two-year period consecutively well that's happened around the time of the birth of israel it happened around the time of uh... of the six day war jerusalem uh... and even also fourteen ninety two so it happened at some key times so the the possibility is that it's significant that it is this is is happening now again we are now through the first it's really basically a year and a half period that we have now of blood moons and we have uh... the basically the first half year has been done. So what is remaining is one year of blood moons, and the interesting thing is the one year of blood moons, they they are now basically they are the Shemitah. The the what is re, what is left of the blood moons is the Shemitah year, which again is beginning, extremely short in a short time. And the thing is that, you know, there's an end-time uh, part of this Shemitah. You, you see, when you look at the end times, you look at Revelation, you see sevens a lot. You see the seven-year tribulation. Well, this is linked to the Shemitah. And there is, one of the mysteries is called the mystery of the seventh Shemitah, which actually lies behind the return of Israel and also the return of Jerusalem, 1967, and is also coming to a head in this coming Shemitah. Now, one of, one of the, the dynamics is that this thing, as we mentioned, is, has been intensifying. So the, the last two Shemitahs happened exactly, you know, on that day, you know, to the moment. And so now we go, we're, we're heading to the next one. The next Shemitah is 2014 to 2015. As we said, September to September begins September 25th in a few days. It comes to a head uh, September, uh, September 13th. 2015, which is the peak. Now, you know, we mentioned blood moons, but there's another part of this, and that is that, you know, in the Bible, it speaks about the darkening of the sun as a sign of judgment. Now, I'm not saying that every time there's a darkening of the sun, it means it's judgment, but it can be a sign of judgment. So, interesting thing is that there will the, be two eclipses of the sun in 2015 in the Shemitah. Each one will be linked. To so the timing of the shmita, the one will happen in the spring of 2015, and that will take place on the very center day of the shmita, the very day that marks the exact center point. The other one will take place on Elul 29, the day of nullification, the very end of the shmita. So you have, when you, if you look at, it's not only like the you know the blood was the the darkening of the sun is exact to the shmita, and interesting because we mentioned. About this tower that's going up. Well, well, uh, a little while ago they tried to put the top on that tower, the spire, and this uh, as they did, the the day it was a a uh, an eclipse of the sun. It was a darkening of the sun, and you have all these things kind of coming together. That and and the thing is that the the last time that the sun was darkened on a 29, which is going to come again, that's going to happen again. You know, in a year. The last time it happened, it was 1987, and it ushered in the month that had the greatest crash in Wall Street history percentage-wise, which was Black Monday. Right. It happened also during, at the time of the Great Depression. It happened just around that time, at the end of Alul 29. And that ushered in the greatest month crash in American history, or world history. So you have all these things converging at the same time. We, you,
1: we mentioned, you know, the, all the sevens, the seven Shemitah, and seven obviously very prominent in the Bible. Yeah. And if memory serves, if we go back to uh, the 2008 and the, 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 the stock market crash, yeah. the 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 number that it fell in terms of volume that day. Do you happen to remember what that was? <laughs>
0: I think I did. Yeah, in the in the book, it's called the mystery of sevens, and that is that that in on the, on that first of all on on that crash. Remember, it's it, you know again sevens the key of the shemitah. On that moment, a little twenty nine two thousand eight. How much of Wall Street was wiped out? First of all, the percentage was seven percent. In two thousand one, the crash on a lulu twenty nine, the percentage was same percentage. Seven percent was wiped out, and the actual points you're referring to was a crash, it was seven seven seven. That's the number of the crash. I mean I mean it's like it, it couldn't be more obvious. I mean and and you, and there's far more in that. And there's right. even there's even a, a chain of sevens that if you go back from that moment of seven 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 on Wall Street from two thousand eight, go back seven years, again exact years in, in the Bible, it brings you to the other crash to the exact moment. Go back seven days, it brings you to nine eleven. And if you go back seven hours, it brings you to the hour of 9-11. So there's all these things. That is the pattern. And the other thing is, you know, another uh, part of the, of the book and the mystery is that, you know, you have something called the Jubilee. And the Jubilee in the Bible, you know, we, you know, people know that more than the Shemitah, but the Jubilee is based on the Shemitah. It's the seventh Shemitah would lead into the Jubilee. When you have seven Shemitahs or 49 years, seven sevens, it leads to the 50th year the Jubilee. Well, there is this mystery, because the Jubilee is kind of like a super Shemitah. And so there's an end-time mystery here, because the Jubilee was about returning to your land and being restored to, your, to the possession that you had lost, returning to your father's land. Well, the, the thing is that, according to the Bible, the Jubilee, and nobody knows exactly when it is, because we don't have the record of it, but according to the Bible, it has to happen um, in the year period after the Sh- uh, shemitah, no matter what, in, ni- in 1916 and 17, you have a shemitah ends 1917 September. The next year, September 7- 1917 to September 1918, you have this year after the shemitah. Could there be a restoration? Well, that is the year. That's the exact period. When Israel or the Jewish people were given back the land of Israel, the Balfour Declaration, England wins is winning the war, the Turkish Empire falls, they they get the land of Israel and they give it to the Jewish people. So the restoration, they the Jewish people start returning to their homeland, to their their father's land. Jubilee, exactly what it says. But then, if you go, what happens if you go seven sevens from that from that that Shemitah in nineteen sixteen and seventeen? It takes you to the Shmita of 1965, 1966, and September 1966. The year following, the year is September 1966 and September 1967. The Six Day War. Could there war. have been, yeah, there been a, a restoration? Well, yeah. You have the you have the Six Day War. Jerusalem comes back into Jewish hands. They return to their their inheritance, and you have a, And now, if you go another seven, seven, seven. When, when is the seventh Shemitah? Next year. It's right now, it's right where we're coming to, and so the year after. Which and I'm not saying it has to happen. I'm not saying the pattern has to continue. However, I'd be aware of it. The the year after would be September 2015 to 2016. But every time in the past, it has been linked to a prophetic restoration for Israel and also a war.
1: Well, we've got uh, we've got about two minutes here. Let, um, let me let me ask you. Um, what what do you think is is coming? Uh, I, yeah. I look at, you look at the headlines. We've got uh, Ebola. Some yeah. uh, p- projections say we could have five hundred thousand people, a half a million people infected. If it gets into the major cities, look out. We've also got ISIS, of course. Uh, yeah. uh, what do you see
0: coming? Yeah. Well, first, you know, there, we can't. We won't have time to go into. It, but there's a link between ISIS and the second harbinger in the book. It's really an eerie one and a chilling one. I'll just say it's a it's a, it's a chilling. Uh, foreshadow of what can be and what happened to ancient Israel. It's, it's very ominous because I saw this coming for a while. So there's one thing, it's an ominous thing. But I believe a great shaking is coming. And whether it, it, it happens in the Shemitah or not, and I, it's very likely, it very well can, but I'm not setting dates even though I give dates, um, is that, is that I believe a great shaking's coming that's going to affect the, the economic realm of collapse, the, the financial realm, but it will be more than that as well. And this collapse will be gigantic. I believe it will affect America and the world. Um, and it, it is re- and the ultimate purpose is a shaking is to, is to shake uh, to call us back to God. But I believe it's coming. I believe we need to be prepared. Whether someone is a believer or not a believer, we need to be prepared. That's one of the reasons why I wrote the book.
1: And how do we get the book?
0: The book is available everywhere. The mystery of the Shemitah is on online, Amazon, everywhere, Walmart, Barnes and Noble, everywhere, secular Christian, it's all over, along with the Harbinger too, which is the, first, the beginning.
1: And leave us with a website, Jonathan.
0: Uh, it, the, to, a website is Hope of the World hope and that's where you can get all the, all the teachings behind all this. That's where it first came so it's hope
1: all right. Uh, listen, always uh, appreciate the, the time that we spend together and hope we can do uh, more. We'll obviously... Uh, Amen. Uh, ...with the next three days, we'll be uh, keeping yeah. our eyes wide open. Thanks, Jonathan. Yeah,
0: usually, usually it starts out without drama, so you may not notice anything, if so, but I keep watching throughout this year. Will do. You've got your <laughs> assignment, folks. God bless you, Richard. God
1: bless, bless you, Jonathan. Thank you. Jonathan Kahn. The Mystery of the Shemitah, the 3,000-year-old mystery that holds the secret of America's future, the world's future. In your future. My website, richardserrett.com. Check it out. Your portal to the conspiracy show. Say hello on Twitter, at Richard Serrett. And as always, follow the truth.